Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
glad to be back with you guys. So little known fact, uh, I wasn't here last week because I happened to live in the regionless mountains of Colorado and we got hit with a two and a half foot snowstorm last week. Uh, so they were working on my power lines. I had no power and no Wi-Fi for about four hours last week. And uh, it was very, very gracious to have someone hop in and take over for me. But I am super excited to be back with you guys this morning. And I am super excited to be speaking in a very, very passionate wheelhouse of mine. We're talking about proclaiming your uniqueness this morning and stepping into your power. And I think that one of the greatest ways that we can do that is by branding ourselves to win. Those of you who may not know me, my name is Michelle McLean. I'm the CEO of a company called Retention Masters, and I am a devout brand strategist. Uh, what that basically means in layman terms is that I help people to creatively share their brand stories and personal stories through exceptional content and by building relationships. And I'm really, really passionate about the topic. And so this morning, what I'm gonna be talking about, I'm gonna be giving you some unique ways that you can brand yourself to win. But I wanted to start out because when I was preparing my content yesterday, a quote came to mind. I don't know if any of you are fans of Dr. Seuss. I know I was a big fan growing up. But he has this quote, he says, today you are you that is truer than true. There's no one alive that is youer than you. And it really, really got me to kind of start spinning my wheels and thinking in terms of how we represent ourselves on social media, off social media, what have you. What makes us unique? And how can we tell that unique story about who we are and what we do in such a way that it really helps us to stand out, set ourselves apart from the crowd in the sea of social media that we all engage in. And so I stayed up late last night, right? I don't know if any of you guys may have caught the media shower, media, listen to me, I'm talking about media, the meteor shower. So I happen to live in a dark sky community. Like I said, I live in the mountains. I'm at 8,700 feet. And basically what uh, a dark sky community is um, in the community I live in, we adhere to a list of guidelines regarding unnatural light in order to preserve the night sky and let the natural landscape basically take center stage. So uh, we are only allowed to have like certain color hues of lights. They've got to be dim uh, so that you can see the bright night sky. And it's, it's absolutely remarkable. But it got me to thinking last night, I was laying in the back of my husband's truck bed. We're all bundled up with blankets and pillows and we're staring off into the sky. And I was like, you know, why are we so fascinated by things like, you know, these types of natural phenomenons, whether it's, you know, the Aurora Borealis, AKA the Northern Lights or a meteor shower. But it really got me to thinking, right? And I started going, you know what? We're so fascinated by things like this because of their rarity, because of their uniqueness and because of their glow. And so I'm running on about three and a half hours of sleep this morning. And I started thinking this morning, like, what message, what message do I really want people to take away from my segment this morning? And, and that message is, guys, I, I want you to be the brightest light that you can be. I want you to win. Be like a meteor or be like the rare Aurora Borealis, wherever it is that you are. And I want you to shine your light from the world. And guys, we can do that with our branding in such a way that we are able to draw in people. You know, branding is really kind of what sets your company or, or your person apart from other people. It allows you to have this unique identity and image, but more importantly, what it does is it paints a picture for both your clients. If you have employees, it's gonna paint that image for them. And it's going to let people know what they can expect from you. 
And so often when I get new clients, the first thing that I hear out of people's mouth is, oh, well, I need a logo. I need to brand myself. We need a logo, right? And, and while I definitely encourage that, I do those all the time. I Part of being a brand strategist, I do graphic design work as well. But as I've continued to evolve my own brand, my own company, my own image, I'm constantly looking outside of the box for all kinds of new and creative ideas to reach my audience as well as keep people engaged. But at the end of the day, at the core of everything that I do, it's about that transparency. It's about that authenticity. And that is what is going to truly set you apart from everyone else. Getting outside the box with your marketing and content creation, it's a great way to generate more revenue. It's a great way to generate retention. But today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you seven of my unique ways that you can brand yourself to win. Some of these you might have thought of, some of them you might already be doing, some may have never crossed your mind. Uh, so I'm just going to dive on in and my hope and goal is that you'll take tips away today that will help you to start driving some more traffic your way. But more importantly, it will help you to, be, to build really authentic and incredible reciprocal relationships. Hashtags, we rise together. I walk it, I eat it, I bleed it, I sleep it. I, I really believe it at the core of my being. Uh, the more genuine relationships that you can build, the more that you can grow together and the more that you can create. And it's really just an incredible thing. It's an incredible phenomenon building these relationships, very similar to the meteor shower last night. Before I dive on into my tips though, did anybody get a chance to actually see the meteor shower last night? We had cloud coverage here, so I only caught some some stray shooting stars in between. They, they were happening about every two to three minutes. But if you had a chance to see that last night, flash your mic. I would love to hear if you got a chance to see it. Anybody? Wow, nobody got a chance to see the meteor shower last night. Well, that's okay. It was really cool. I guess the next one uh, probably isn't supposed to happen until I think 2034 or something like that. Uh, but nevertheless, it was it was kind of a cool thing to see. So, all right, we are going to jump on in here this morning again. I'm going to be talking about seven ways that you can uniquely brand yourself to win. So grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, notebook, whatever you might have handy, crown, napkin, I don't care what it is. Uh, if you happen to miss any of these tips, you can always click on my profile picture, join my VIP text club, and I will make sure that we get you that content. So number one, we're gonna dive on in here this morning. And guys, I'm really lucky, not so much, because poor Mike Zeller, he has food poisoning. So uh, I agreed to take over half of his segment this morning. So I get to talk to you guys for an hour. Uh, and then Jeremy Bright is going to be joining us at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. So I'm going to dive a little bit more in depth than I usually do. Uh, I'm usually kind of rambling through my things and I'll have a little bit of time for Q&A here as well. So if you're somebody that might be just starting out, brand, your company, what have you, uh, we'll open this up for questions at the end as well. So here we go. Seven unique ways to brand yourself to win. Number one, knowledge is power, but laughter is the best medicine. You know, people tend to skip over. They tend to not typically engage with content. You know, a lot of those memes that we see repeatedly shared over and over, I think, especially in the past couple of years, you know, as we dealt with the pandemic or different things that have been happening in the world, political or otherwise, we all see those same things that continue to circulate into our groups, into our feeds. Some we love, some we don't like so much. But either way, I'm sure that we can all bring an image to mind that we've seen over and over and over and over again. It's been repeated to ad nauseum. So I want you to think about 
how many times you engaged with that particular post after the first time that you saw it. Maybe you found something that caught your eye. Maybe it was something that was informative or educational. Maybe it was something funny, whatever it is. You probably re did a reaction on it, right? On Facebook or Instagram, what have you. You may have left a comment, but after that, once you saw it the second, third and fourth time, you might've left a, you know, the, the rogue comment, but you probably didn't continue engaging with that, right? So that's what we're talking about being unique, right? A great way that you can drum up some fresh engagement is by being different. And one of the ways that you can do that, although they've grown in popularity, you can utilize things like infographics, comic strips, cartoons, by providing people with that kind of information that's new and relevant to them. And if you're able to deliver it in a concise and relatable way with that shiny bow, you're gonna be 10 times as likely to capture your audience's attention. So when you create infographics, right, it's, it's a simple way that you can really kind of get your point across. You can give people actionable information and you can deliver it in such a concise format that people are going to understand your point. They're going to get it right off the bat. And people love that kind of content, especially if you stand in an arena, right, where you have a niche product, service, offering, maybe you coach on a particular subject. When you can put together those tips and tricks, kind of like we do here on the Breakfast with Champions stage, that you can take that content and you can put it into something, like I said, either an infographic or maybe it's a comic or a cartoon, and you can deliver that content differently than the way that everyone else is doing it, you're really going to stand out from the crowd. If you're looking for some free apps that allow you to do that, I always, in addition to giving you advice, I like to give you apps or I like to give you softwares that are relatively inexpensive that you can use to create such things. Uh, because let's face it, at the end of the day, some of you are just starting out. I totally get it. I remember not having a pot to piss in when I was just starting out and going, oh my gosh, how am I going to create all of this beautiful content on a budget? So one of the great apps for doing that um, is Canva. Canva, they offer both a free and a premium subscription where you can access things like these infographic templates and you can ensure the content that you're putting out there is going to be relative and it's going to be delivered in a way that your audience can relate. Now, on that same token, humor, humor is equally as enticing as delivering information especially when the humor has a consensus. So let's say that there's a trending topic or a subject matter within your industry. I know right now the biggest trending topic has been Elon Musk, Twitter, yada, yada, yada. It's all the buzz. But whatever that is, I would highly encourage you not to engage in political confrontation when you're doing humor, although I'm sure we can all relate whether we are on one side or the other. But if you're able to present that kind of buzz in a concise comic that people can relate to, something that's funny, something that's not being shared all over the place, it will actually help you to generate engagement. In fact, humor gets 84% more engagement than any other type of content on social media. True story, 84%. So if you're looking to create some cartoons, things like that for yourself, there's some free companies out there. There's some paid companies out there. I personally recommend things like Pixton, that's P-I-X-T-O-N, Strip Generator. Toondo is a cool one. They offer storyboards and creative for multiple talent levels at extremely affordable prices. So that is my tip number one to help you stand out from the crowd. Again, knowledge is power. Laughter is the best medicine. If you can get your audience to laugh, you will win them over. And again, making sure that in anything you do, you are 100% authentic, always very important. So tip number two, tip number two, unique way to brand yourself to win. 
we all know that content is king. Guys, content is everything these days. And especially, especially if you're just starting out in the world of branding your business, I know that it can be incredibly difficult to know and understand exactly what type of content to post, when to post it, and how to ramp up your engagement. And as a brand strategist, I work with all different types of solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and businesses to create winning brands. And the one thing that I've recommended to many of my clients, it's a software company named Buffer. Um, some of you guys might have heard of it, some of you may not, uh, but if you can't immediately afford to have a private social media agency, Buffer offers simple tools that can help you to manage your social accounts, schedule posts, suggest content, and they actually will provide you with real-time analytics on trending topics and shared content. They actually have a free plan. It will allow you to connect up to, I believe it's three social media accounts simultaneously, and you can schedule up to 10 posts at a time. So as your company grows, you'll want to focus in more on specific content and branding elements for your audience. But Buffer is a really effective tool and it's affordable on any budget. I read this amazing book. I've actually read it now. Uh, I think I'm, this is my third time <laughs> reading it. And if you know me and you know how I read books, I, I can't just read a book once. I actually have to digest and absorb the information. So it's not uncommon to see that I will be reading two or three different books at the same time. Uh, right now, a favorite of mine for this past year has been a book called Brandscaping. Uh, it's by Andrew Davis. And what I love about it, it's all about the creation and power in partnerships. And so you'll see when I go through these books, the first time I just kind of read through, the second time that I read a book and I want to pull and extract information from it, I go through and I, I have my highlighter. And then the third time I go back and I go back on my highlighted notes with those little, you know, post-it strips and I add things in the margin or comments or things that I want to remember or that, or that I really want to pull from that content. And there are some really great tips in this book. If you haven't read it, go out, get it. It's, it's literally, it's the best, one of the best investments you will ever make if you're trying to brand your company. Uh, but when they talk about the types of content that you should be sharing, right? Four pieces, this is believe it or not, four pieces should be relevant content for your audience from other influencers, from other people. You wanna ramp up your engagement? That is the number one way that I suggest starting to build your brand and making genuine connections. It's by sharing other people's content, but you have to make sure that you're super clear about the content that you're sharing. You don't wanna share something, even if it is from an influencer or a celebrity or someone that you admire or respect, if it's not going to speak to your audience. That's super important. So make sure that four pieces of content should be relevant to your audience from other influencers. One piece of content needs to be your own original educational content. So how are you speaking to your audience? Give them actionable advice and tips that they can take and they can start using that day, right? And then only one, right? So out of six pieces of content, only one should have a sales aspect. So maybe it's a coupon you're gonna provide or it's a press release, it's product news, it's a link, whatever it is. I will tell you that those types of pieces of content are going to get the least engagement, right? But that content that you're sharing, it needs to be focused on building relationships and demonstrating selflessness. And believe it or not, the more that you share other people's content, the more that people are going to engage with you, they're going to engage with your content. And guess what? Reciprocity always wins. So when you start sharing other people's content, 
they're naturally going to share yours as well. So that's a great way. Again, so out of six pieces of content that you're putting out, four need to be relevant content from other people. One needs to be your own original educational content and one should have a sales aspect to it. So again, put yourself out there, be authentic, be transparent. That's super, super, super important. You want to make sure that you have an array of content. So Glenn has talked about this on the stage as well. We speak all the time about motivation, education, inspiration, add to that the humor aspect, make sure that you're consistently rotating the types of content that you're putting out there. You know, it's great that you have a new blog post out, or it's great that you have a new product that you're offering, but think about it from your own perspective. If you're following someone on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what have you, I don't care what platform it is. And every day, the only thing that you consistently see from that person is buy my product, buy my product, buy my product, buy my product. Even if their product's fantastic, you get to the point where you're like, eh, does this person have anything else to offer other than their product, right? So it's really, really important that you think that through before you start posting content out there. Make sure that it's really concise, it's to the point, it's relaying who you are, what you do, and that you're creating a message that creates encouragement or humor or inspiration or what have you, just as much, if not more, as sharing the product that you sell. So that, that is my tip number two. Content is king. Make sure that you're super intentional about that. All right, number three. Number three is kind of a newer thing in the social media space, and it's taken off on for larger companies. I know places like Virgin, they are, they're really into that. Um, a, a lot of these companies, Google, they're starting to really dive in to things like gamification. If you guys, uh, do I have a hot mic or does somebody have a question? Okay, I'll keep going. Somebody could check that for me. I'd appreciate it. Uh, so gamification, contests, things like that. Regardless of what anyone tells you, guys, we exist in a world that's driven by competition and winning, right? Not just in business, but in everyday life. I think that's a big thing. I mean, think about if you if you do work a nine to five or if you work in a sales job or whatever, what's the one thing that motivates you? When they throw out, maybe it's a cash prize or some kind of a contest, something that you have to strive for, work towards. And hey, let's face it, at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of nice to beat somebody else in a competition, right? We all have that competitive nature inside of us, whether we want to admit it or not. So gamification, it's essentially adding a gamer contest element into a non-gaming environment, such as your app or your website, even incorporating that into social media. And it's designed to drive loyalty and participation. So depending upon where your budget sits, there are some really great tools that I've been exploring uh, over the last year. They can help you run contests more efficiently as well as offer rewards and loyalty points to your valued clients and or your employees. So for contests, again, I'm all about giving you guys actionable tips. There's a company called Raffle Copter. That's just like it sounds, raffle like a raffle ticket, raffle copter. And what they allow you to do is launch and manage an unlimited amount of giveaways for any brand on any website. And they also provide you with real-time analytics for your contestants. So you can share this on your social media page and they will give you updated statistics like your likes, your shares, your engagement to save you the time of manually tracking. So let's say that you're, you're wanting to put out a contest. You wanna give away some swag or maybe you wanna give away a free coaching call or a book. I call that dangling the carrot. And, and while I, again, I'm not encouraging you to just continuously push your product, push your product, push your product, 
if you're somebody that's relatively new in the space that you're in and you're trying to launch a brand, believe it or not, a really great way just to kind of start drumming up um, some engagement, getting people to know who you are, what you're about, besides just telling your story, is have some swag made. People like swag. I just launched my first swag line this, this past uh, May and it, it did really well. Like I, I'm honestly, I cannot even thank you guys enough for your support and for being so gracious and, and buying all of my We Rise Together swag. I'm so proud of it. Something that I've worked incredibly hard on. If you're interested in some swag, you can drop me a DM on Instagram. I'll make sure and get you that link. Uh, I think we're running 15% off through uh, the next week here. But anyway, uh, I'm getting off on a tangent. So swag or games, things that are fun and allow people to engage with you. It's it's huge. People like stuff, right? Think about if you go to a conference, you, you love walking away with the swag bags. My background's predominantly automotive. I know that when we go to NADA every year, I walk away with boxes and boxes and boxes of swag. But it's really cool because the companies that I love and admire and respect and trust, like I'm the first person to pop a hat on or a t-shirt or, or a silicone bracelet and take a picture of myself on social media. And I give them a shout out because they gave me some swag. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not insisting that you put on somebody's hat or, or swag and because you don't like them or respect them, like make sure you have some common ground there and that you trust their product because you don't want to put yourself in that position. But that's a really fantastic way to kind of just start building your brand, giving out some some swag or putting together like a really cool game on your website that people can engage with. Um, and this company called Rafflecopter, like you said, they've got packages. They start at less than 15 bucks a month. It's really, really reasonable if you want to put a contest out there. Uh, and then there's a new Nitro gamification system and loyalty marketplace um, that's been out for a while. It's called Byworld's Bunchball. Um, they are a loyalty marketplace. They offer exceptional programs for client and employee retention. And then there's also Impulse, that's spelled E-M-P-U-L-S. They actually offer an all-in-one employee engagement platform starting at only $2.50 per employee. They give you a fully functioning free trial as well. Uh, so if you're wanting to kind of venture into the world of gamification, either for getting more clients or engaging your employees, putting together some cool contests, um, those are just some really great apps that I've used. They're economical if you're just getting your, your launch out there. Um, and I definitely think that they can help to get you some more traffic. So that is my tip number three for branding yourself to win in a unique way. Guys, if you have any questions, feel free, flash your mics. I, I'm all about it. You can interrupt me, no worries at all. Um, and then again, like I said, if you forget or don't have anything to write down these seven tips with, you can, of course, always reach out to me, click on my face, join my VIP text club. It's absolutely free. And I always try and do some cool giveaways myself uh, via my text platform as well. So there you go. All right. Tip number four for creating a unique brand. Create promotional deals for deal sites. I don't know if any anybody that I personally know, I don't know how many people actually get engaged in this because I think a lot of times people tend to think that it's spammy. Um, but I don't know if you know this or not, but there are websites out there like those Groupon websites that you see, right? Or Slick Deals. They have approximately 10 million, yes, 10 million monthly users. I don't know if you know, but you can reach out to their business development teams. And if you work with them, you can actually come up with some really creative promotions um, that you can put on their websites and they will put them in front of customers for you. 
It'll allow you to advertise your products and photos and text and drive traffic to your website. Now, again, you might not get a considerable amount of quality leads and repeat business from doing this, but you are going to- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Generate a lot of traffic to your website and or your social media page. So again, if you're somebody that's just getting started, it's actually a great way to start getting some SEO ranking and to get your name recognized. So again, like Groupon, Slick Deals, um, they are very kind of specific about the types of services and promotions that they will allow on their platforms. So you do have to reach out directly to their business development teams. Uh, but if you've got a really cool offer that you're, that you're promoting, you know, for your new business, uh, maybe it's a buy one, get one deal. I don't know that it necessarily works great for, you know, coaches and stuff like that. But if you have a tangible physical product that you're selling, putting out those Groupon deals, although some people tend to think that it might cheapen the product a little bit, um, again, getting some business is better than getting no business. So again, if you're just starting out, that might be a really good opportunity for you creating some promotional deals for these deal sites. So again, reach out directly to their business development teams, kind of give them your idea what you want to promote. Uh, and they will usually get back with you in about 72 hours and you can kind of talk through a promotion and your budget and things like that. So something that's just a little bit more unique, uh, that you might not have thought about before. All right. Tip, Number five for uniquely branding yourself to win. Chalk it up. Guys, seriously, a good old fashioned piece of chalk, especially, especially if you're in an urban area or in the middle of like a near major city, this is a really great way to get noticed on a budget. Again, I wanna make sure, <laughs> I'm just gonna preface this. If you're going to use chalk writing on sidewalks or buildings or graffiti, things like that, Make sure you have permission and you aren't violating any ordinances. I am by no means encouraging you, even if you're the best graffiti artist in the whole world, to go out and uh, defile a, a public wall that you do not have permission to use. So there's my disclaimer. I am not encouraging any illegal activity. However, if you do get permission from the city, a lot of cities now, because they're wanting to you know, gentrify, they're wanting to spruce up, they're wanting to add local artists into their mix and all kinds of stuff. So either if you or someone you know are a local artist and let's say that you have a product or a service that you know, you're selling, get creative with your placement, guys. Get people to laugh as well. So if you're in the restaurant business, for example, I saw this, uh, I don't remember if I was in Chicago or New York when I saw this, but um, there was a barbecue restaurant and it was really cool because they actually would advertise around the grill grates in the street. I think it was New York actually where I saw it, I think. Um, but this was about two years ago and they actually did their entire ad in graffiti on a grill grate. And it was really cool to see because, I mean, let's face it, when you're in New York City, although you probably shouldn't be, many of us are just kind of looking down at the ground or we're looking around at like murals and art and, and things that really make cities unique. And, and that's exactly what they did. They, they put this really beautiful um, printed art. It was a graffiti artist that did it. And, and it, 
it was something along the lines of, of barbecuing. I can't remember the exact verbiage that they used, but I mean, when you think of a barbecue, what do you think of? You think of a grill, right? So they literally used the street grills and every 10, 15 feet that there was a street grill, there was some kind of like humorous advertisement about their barbecue restaurant right there sitting on the ground on the grill grate. And we ended up going and eating barbecue that night because I saw that ad so many times while I was in New York. So again, guys, it's just about getting creative, super, super creative. Another awesome idea, you can collaborate on a mural with a local artist, right? Split the cost of a space. Or a lot of times, again, some of the cities will actually donate space to local artists. So your business can get advertising. That local artist that you're paying gets advertising right? Whatever way you go about it, just make sure that you're being forward thinking in this day and age. Think about your consumer, think about what drives your audience, but more importantly, going back to that concept of brandscaping, right? Brand yourself to win with other people. There, there, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. If you're in the smartest person in the room, I tell you, you are in the wrong room, my friend. Collaborate, right? Think of ideas, get outside of the box. How can I collaborate with someone else so that we can both benefit. And again, you know, thinking in terms of, of that mural, there are so many up and coming artists right now, right? Maybe there's somebody who is just a random street artist, or maybe you know of, of an intern that's in art school, they're just coming out. They're really creative. Maybe you just happen to know somebody that draws really stinking well, and you can work on some kind of a reciprocity deal and say, hey, I'm just launching my brand. I'm just launching my, launching my company. But if you would be so kind as to create me an animation or a cartoon or a street mural or a wall mural or even digital content, right? A lot of times people, when they're just starting out, I know that's what I did. I built my brand because I, by doing free work, I, I'm a digital creator. And so when I first started out, I literally was creating free digital content for people, whether it was graphics or gifties or anything that people needed. I'm like, hey, I can help with that. I got credit for the artwork. I got credit for the digital creation. And eventually people started to learn and recognize my name and my brand and what I did. And then they would hire me to do those small projects that led to bigger ones. But that's a super fantastic way. Collaborate with somebody who is able to help you get your name and your brand and your ads out there. Offer to do some free stuff for them. In turn, they will share your stuff out, right? And again, it works that, that reciprocity deal I'm telling you guys, it wins every time. So build some relationships with local artists in your community. If you truly want to be unique and stand out, that's a really fantastic way that you can start to do it. So that is my tip number five is to chalk it up. Tip number six, again, it kind of piggybacks off what I just said, which is about creating those reciprocal deals. Talking this morning about unique ways that you can brand yourself to win. One of the best ways that I, I ever did this. And, and like I said, I have an automotive background and I was truly proud of this because at the time when I started, I started uh, at the end of 2000 going into 2001. I was 18 years old. I felt like a guppy in a shark tank. True story. I went in to buy a car. My, my vehicle had literally blown up. I had been waitressing and uh, I walked out to my car getting ready to close my shift for the end of the night. I turned on my car and it literally flooded the parking lot with smoke. I mean, like it was a disaster and I was so mortified and embarrassed. So I ended up calling my mom up and I said, mom, like my car is smoking. I don't know what's going on. I'm afraid it's going to catch on fire. And, um, 
God love my mother. She drove, she came to pick me up. And as we're driving on the way home, I'm again, completely mortified, humiliated. That this has happened to me. My mom's like, you know what? Why don't we just stop at a car dealership on the way home? Now, mind you, it's 10 till nine at night. Okay. Pretty much every dealership is shutting down at this point. And here I am 18 years old. Um, actually, I think it was a couple of weeks before my 18th birthday. Yeah, I was 17. It was just a few weeks before my 18th birthday. And we walk into this dealership at 10 till nine. I can't buy a car, mind you. I'm not even legally old enough. But my mom's like, you know what? Let's just look and see what they have. And so this very nice salesman ends up walking out. Uh, funny story. We, we dated actually for several years. He was the reason that I got into the car business. We're still to this day great friends. And I will forever credit him for giving me that opportunity at a time when I knew absolutely nothing. So we get into this and, and I'm clueless, right? Like I said, it felt like a guppy in a shark tank. I'm the lone woman. They, I ended up not buying a car because the dealership was horribly shady. They were trying to get me to post-date a deal to my 18th birthday and all these things happen. And uh, I remember the sales manager coming out and trying to close me on this quote, fantastic deal that would have screwed me. And I said, absolutely not. Well, they continue to call as car dealers do. I love my fam, but they called and they called and they called and they called and they called. And by the third time that the sales manager called me to try to get me to buy a car, I was so ticked off. I was like, listen, stop calling me. I'm not going to do business with your dealership. I'm not buying a car. I have no interest in your shady practices. And it was funny because here I am just before my 18th birthday. And then sales manager says to me verbatim, if I can't earn your business buying a car, can I convince you to come and, and help me change my dealership and sell for me? And I laughed because my idea of a car salesman was the guy that had the tweed jacket and the you know elbow pads and the whole nine yards. And um, his, the close was, if you stay for six months and you sell me at least 10 cars a month, I'll reimburse you for your college tuition. And uh, at the time I was working two jobs and I was going to school and I thought, you know what? If I absolutely hate it, I know I can sell. I know I have it in me. I have no idea how to sell a car, but I know I can sell. So I'm going to stay here for six months. I'm going to get my college paid for, and then I'm going to say sayonara. And uh, here we are 21 years later, <laughs> one aspect or another, I am still in the automotive industry. I bleed the automotive industry. But circling back to my point, because we're talking about unique ways to brand yourself to win. And the reason I brought up this funny subject is that I had no clue when I was just starting out. Now, keep in mind, back in 2001, um, there wasn't really even things like MySpace, okay? We were just starting out in the social media. Everything was still handwritten. We didn't even have customer relationship management. Nothing was in the computers. Uh, the World Wide Web was really just starting to emerge as, as a thing where people could shop online and, and stuff like that. So this was a much different time. And I had to get really, really creative. How was I going to get people in to buy a car from me? And so I had these postcards made up for all different businesses. The very first place that I walked into, here I am, 18 years old. I had a relationship uh, with a locally owned salon and I had a postcard made up and it literally said, pamper yourself on me, buy any vehicle from Michelle at the dealership I was at at the time and receive a $250 gift card to this salon. So that's my point number six is to create sponsor deals with local businesses. Look, guys, let me tell you, I, I literally had no idea about marketing at the time. I was going to school for marketing, but I didn't really know about marketing. But the one thing that I did know is I knew how to create 
really cool postcards. <laughs> and that's literally how I started when I, when I first got into the card business. So I walked into the salon, shook her hand and I said, Hey, I just started at this car dealership. You do my hair every week. I would love to get you more business while I'm getting myself more business. Would you be willing to pass out my postcards? If you send somebody to buy a car for me, you stick it, maybe their bag of shampoo, conditioner, hair product, whatever, and they come and buy a car, I will come back to your salon. I will buy a $250 gift card from you. And then I will give it to the customer and I will send them back into your salon. Guys, I cannot tell you, I cannot even begin to tell you how well that worked. So I started with the salon and all of a sudden I started getting women that were coming in to buy cars for me. They would come in with this full color postcard and they would say, hey, Amy from the salon down the street sent me to come and see you. I'm in the market for a vehicle or my family or friend or neighbor or whatever's in the market for a vehicle. And I, you know, I, I want my $250 salon gift card. So I'd sell a car. Amy would get a $250 gift card. The customer would go back into her salon and do business with her. And of course, this was free marketing for her. So why wouldn't she do it? Well, then I picked up a locally owned hardware store and said, do your home improvements on me. And then I picked up some locally owned restaurants and said, have dinner on me. And all of a sudden, I had people very different demographics, very different type of clientele coming in from all different businesses across the community, all because I had a 10 cent postcard made up that said, hey, come in and buy a card for me and I will buy a gift card to your favorite salon, restaurant, uh, hardware store, whatever it was. So I'm stressing this so much because again, this is another really inexpensive way that you can get your name out into your community and you can also give back to others. It's fantastic. If you want to go to like, there's different companies out there that you can do them with. Um, there's Vistaprint, of course, there's Zazzle, there's, there's all kinds of different platforms that you can have these, these cards created. So if you live near or, you know, a major city, another way that you can do that, advertise on things like Segways, scooters, bikes. If you live near a beach, you can request an ad partnership with a beach bar, right? Put your, put your advertising or some funny slogan or something that's unique and interesting on a bar chair or umbrella. Again, you can contact things like a privately owned gym, right? Ask about selling your swag in their shop. I literally just did that this week. So we have a local coffee shop right here in my town. They're amazing. Actually, we're pretty well known for coffee. I think we have like eight coffee shops. That's what we're really big for here in my town of 680 people. But I live in the mountains. I'm at 8,700 feet. And so when I designed my We Rise Together swag, it was really important that I incorporated my, my mountain living and my community in what I was doing because this was my dream. I remember stepping off of a plane in Denver, Colorado in 2005 and seeing that scenic mountain landscape and saying to myself, I'm going to buy my dream house one day and I'm going to live in Colorado. I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, spent some time in Chicago and South Carolina as well. But at the end of November in 2020, I literally said to myself, Michelle, it is now or never. You have put this off and put this off and put this off. And to be perfectly transparent, I didn't even know that I was going to get approved, right, for, for my mortgage. You know, here I am self-employed and I've got to come up with all of these bank statements and records and taxes and, and all. I mean, for a single person trying to, to buy a, a rather large and expensive home in the middle of nowhere, it was a feat. But I took a leap of faith. I went to my mortgage company. I applied for it. 
I had my pre-approval letter in hand within 30 seconds and I was shocked. I said, okay, God, it's me and you now. Now we're going to find the property. And I went searching all over Colorado. I had very high expectations. I had to have a minimum of 20 acres. I had to have a certain square footage. I had to have a 360 degree mountain view. I had an extremely tall order. And of course, we're in this market where every single thing that's coming to market is practically selling before it ever even hits the MLS. And even if it does hit the MLS, you're engaging in bid wars. And I literally went through three different houses, all of which I got way over outbid on, or for one reason or another, the listing got pulled before I got a chance to get a bid in. I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated, like to the point of tears. And finally, when I found my house, it came out of nowhere. I mean, literally, like I, I call it a God thing, but it, it came out of absolutely nowhere when I bought my property here and I got 35 acres. I got my 360 degree mountains. Guys, I literally bought my house sight unseen. I did not step into my home or see the property for the first time until three weeks after closing. So you want to talk about a leap of faith and making a huge investment into something. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Still learning every day, living on this beautiful mountain ranch. But the point is this, it was, a, it was a leap of faith for me. It was an absolute leap of faith. And so when I, when I moved here, when I got that dream, I made myself a promise that, hey, you know what, God, if, if I get this, if this happens, if this all aligns, it's gonna be really important for me to pour back into my community. And so going back to what I was saying here, I have this local coffee shop, they're the largest one here. And when I created my swag, it was so important to me that I incorporated some kind of a mountain theme, at least on one of my pieces of swag. And so one of the We Rise Together swag pieces that I have, it's a mountain scene, and it says, We Rise Together, established 2019. And uh, I went into my local coffee shop over the weekend, and I got to sit down, I, I chatted with the owners. So cool story, not only are they going to start carrying my swag line, they have this awesome gift shop that's in their, their coffee shop. They sell all kinds of local merchandise, but they're not only are they gonna start carrying all of my We Rise Together swag, I got an opportunity to create a new relationship. I got an opportunity to talk about who I am, what I do, what my vision is, what my mission is. And now they're hiring me to do brand strategy for them as well, to help with their social media content and to help grow their business. All because I just simply went in, struck up a conversation and bought some coffee. And I'm in there pretty much every day of the week. So I stress this to you about these co-branded opportunities and creating these sponsor deals because they're really, it's a great opportunity for you. Many of which don't have to come with a hefty price tag. So if you hone in on a creative and your communication skills and you think outside the box, get out into your community, right? Maybe it's sponsoring a local kids sports team. Maybe it's, you know, sponsoring something with the local PTA in the school. Maybe it's sponsoring something with a local business, whatever it is. But guys, people are really receptive when you can show them the win up front. This is how you're going to win by letting me either sell my product or create co-branded merchandise with you or by letting me take out, you know, an ad in one of your tables or, or whatever it is. It's a huge, huge, huge opportunity because it's going to drive business to you. It's going to drive business to them. And like we talk about all the time, Franklin Covey, of course, it's a, or Stephen Covey, how to win friends and influence people, seven habits of highly effective people, whatever it is, create 
that win-win. When you create a win for yourself and for someone else, it helps both of you to get more business. And so that's, it's huge. It's probably why I've put it at the top of my list. Truly guys, if you want to, if you really want to create some new awesomeness for yourself, create a sponsor deal with a local business. And like I said, whether that's creating a postcard and going in and buying a gift card or taking out ad space, what have you, it's a really fantastic way to get yourself known. So that is my tip number six. Tip number seven, and then I'm going to open this up for some questions. And this is kind of a biggie, but it's kind of not. It's go back to the basics, right? I think a lot of times we lose sight of what the basics are. If you really want to uniquely brand yourself to win, again, go back to the basics. And at the core of those basics is being your most authentic and transparent self. As I said at the top of the hour, I help people to creatively tell their brand story through content by creating reciprocal relationships, these types of things. But if you're not truly authentic with what you're putting out, why are you putting it out there? Guys, all over social media, you can, you can scroll for two seconds and you can point out a facade. There are so many people that are going, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at my car, look at my house, look at this, look at that. That's all fine and good. But what people really want, they want to see your authentic, genuine, transparent, human highs and lows and everything in between self. If you're that person today, and I'm speaking directly to you, if you're that person today that all you're doing is sharing your wins on social media, people aren't going to trust you. I'm just telling you, and I'm not trying to insult. I'm not trying to discourage, but it's just the truth. It's the facts. If all you're doing is making product promotions and posting what you sell and or saying, look at this fancy thing that I have, look at my new shiny object, look at where I'm at, like that's all fine and good. I'm, I applaud you. I encourage you to celebrate your wins. Celebrating your wins is something that should be done, whether it's a big win, a small win or anything in between. But if you really want to build authentic engagement, if you truly want to develop lasting relationships, if you want to be able to create these partner deals and you want to be able to open people up and, and be aware of your brand, guys, you need to come back to a humility level. Steven talked about that this morning. That humility, that humility is truly what is going to create the ingenuity between you, your brand, that brand triangle, you, your brand, your customer, and even your employees. Humble yourself. You have a bad day or, or you've, you've overcome a hurdle or whatever it is, share it. Talk about the losses just as much as you talk about the wins. People are going to flock to a humble heart. They always will. So be humble and be genuine about it, right? Now, I'm not, I'm not saying like make up some story that's not true just to make yourself appear, you know, that you're, you're humble. I'm not saying that at all. Because we all go through extreme highs and lows, we all go through those pain points, whether it's in our personal lives or our business or our brand. If you really want to build those genuine relationships and you really want to brand yourself unique, go back to the basics, starting with your authenticity and transparency. And again, going back to the swag that I talked about, one thing that you can really do, make sure that you're including your social media handles on all of your content. So whether you're putting a graphic image out or a video out, whether it's a product that you're selling, swag, whatever it is, guys, this might seem super basic and elementary, but you would be surprised 
at how many people in businesses aren't actually doing this. If you're speaking at an event, right? I'm on the board of women in automotive. I'm so, I have so much pride for that. Something I worked towards for a really long time. And one thing that we tell our speakers, at least I, you know, I've told our speakers is, Hey, make sure that when you're on that stage, that you're putting your social media handles up there so that people can follow you, whether it's your, you know, your Twitter handle, your Instagram handle, your Facebook page, whatever it is, especially if you're doing advertising at events, <coughs> excuse me, let's say that you're going to sponsor some swag bags, or maybe you have some lanyards made, or even if you have the, you know, these inexpensive, I think they're dollar twenty-five. These silicone wristbands made, people love them. If you're having hats made or t-shirts made or, or you're coming to any event with any type of a, a swag product, why on earth would you not include your social media handle on it? I have clients that, brand new clients that come to me all the time and the very first thing that, that they talk about other than the logo is gotta get a website, I gotta get a website, have to have a website, have to have the proof. And while I don't necessarily disagree with having a website, I have one. It's pinned to the top of the page. You can learn a little bit more about me at michellemcclain.com. Having a website's great, but your website is only as good as the amount of traffic that's coming to it. And how do you draw and generate traffic? Well, there's a few different ways. You can advertise, you can do things like Google AdWords, you can increase your SEO marketing, all of that. But if you really wanna get yourself to the top of Google search, if you Google my name, you'll see I'm in the top Google search. It's taken me a long time to get there. But if you really wanna to get to the top of a Google search, social media is a great way to start generating that for you. It doesn't matter who you know, it's about who knows you. So how do you get more people to know who you are? Again, going back to the basics, making sure things like your slides and your presentations that you're doing at events, your swag bags, your products, your business cards, especially. Guys, I've completely gone away from a conventional business card completely gone away from it. I've, I've got a couple of different digital cards that I use now. And then I actually have a small, it's a square card. And the only thing that it has on it is a QR code. And it has my name in my own handwriting and it has my phone number. So it literally looks like I hand scribbled something. But the reason that I did that is because when people get that tiny little square QR code, in that card, it doesn't mold into a stack of other traditional business cards. I wanted to stand out. And so what I did was I put that QR code on there and that QR code takes you to an assessment that asks you 25 questions. You know, this is what we, what we do things. We have a client retention program. And so when I go to these automotive events, that's what I hand out. It's literally a QR code. They scan it with their phone and it takes them to my free assessment. And it allows me to see where I can help them and where they can allow me to help them. And it works wonders. My car doesn't get stuck. I've also got some really cool metal ones that we had made. They're in the shape of a car. Think about that. If somebody hands you a metal card that's in the shape of a car, right? And it can be used as either a bottle opener or a keychain or something else, but it's, it's legitimately like an etched engraved business card. Your card isn't gonna get lost in the stack of all those paper cards that look exactly the same, that are the same size, that are the same shape, right? Think about that. So do something unique and different to stand out. Again, whether it's on your business cards or your slides, let people know who you are and what you do. Say, hey, this is where you can follow me. I have my Facebook page, I have my Instagram handle, I have my Twitter, even though I don't really do a ton with Twitter. Uh, it was just never a big platform of mine. I'm really starting to ramp up my TikTok, you know? 
but let people know where they can find you because if everyone in the world, as my dear friend Shaka Dyson says, if everyone in the world knew who you were and what you did, would you ever have a financial problem? No, you would not. So let people know whatever it is that you're doing or selling or involved in, say, hey, this is what I do. This is where you can follow me. Obviously people are coming to see you speak for a reason or people are picking up your product for a reason. Make sure that when you sell them something or you invite them to see you speak, or you're you know, giving out swag at an event, make sure that you're saying, hey, this is where you can find me, right? You can also do a special inventive incentive to get people to follow you. So maybe perhaps you give away something like a free ebook or a download. What is it that you do better than anyone else? Take your passion, take your talent, right? That's the success formula, Out of Three Feet from Gold, one of my favorite books. Passion plus talent times action times association plus faith. Ask yourself, what do you do better than other people? Put together a free guidebook. Put together one of those infographics that I talked about. Give people 10 actionable tips that you're an expert on and give them it for free. You can do a special offer for swag, like I said, such as a hat, a t-shirt, a bracelet, whatever it is for following you on social media. In fact, tell you what, right here, right now, go follow me on Instagram. Go follow me on Instagram and send me a DM. Send me the words, we rise together. You want a free swag piece? I'm going to give you a free we rise together hat. I'm going to pick three of you. Send me a DM. We rise together. Follow me on Instagram. You do those things. I'm going to pick three names randomly out of a hat, out of everybody that sends that right here, right now. I'm going to give you away a free hat, right? There you go. That's simple. Again, it's all about engagement. Give to get. Give to get. I, I swear by that principle. The more that you give, I promise, the more that you will get back in return. I promise, guys. The bottom line, if you truly want to brand yourself to win, you have to deliver a different and delightfully unexpected experience to every consumer and every employee touch point every single solitary time. You do that, you do that one thing, and you learn how to master that, delivering a different and delightfully unexpected experience. Every customer, every touch point, every day. That's how you brand yourself to win. Again, you can join my free VIP text club. I always hand out free tips. I give away free content. I give away swag. I give away all kinds of stuff. I'm running contests, promotions, webinars, all kinds of stuff all the time. Absolutely free. Why? Because I wanna see you win. And again, going back to the basics, creating authentic, transparent relationships. That's what it's all about. So again, I'm gonna recap these and then we got about five minutes here before Jeremy Bright joins us on stage. If you guys have any questions, if you're just starting out, if you have a brand, there's something I can answer for you, open up your mic, let me know, and I'm gonna recap these real quick. So again, number one, way to uniquely brand yourself to win. Knowledge is power, laughter is the best medicine create content that engages with motivation, inspiration, education, knowledge, and humor. It will take you far. Absolutely take you far. Number two, remember that content is king. If you're just getting started, you know that it can be difficult to know what to post and when to post, but make sure that you are creating riveting content that is authentic and transparent. Very important. Number three, gamification and contests. Gamification is essentially adding a game or contest elements into a non-gaming environment. Again, companies like Impulse and Rafflecopter, they can help you do that. Number four, creating promotional deals for deal sites. Number five, getting creative and chalking it up. 
create a relationship with a local artist, whether it's in sidewalk chalk or a mural on a building. Again, make sure you get permission if you're going to do that. Number six, creating sponsor deals with local businesses. Remember that reciprocity always wins. And number seven, don't forget the basics and make sure that you include your social media handles on all of your content, products, and swag. So that is my segment for the day. We've got about three minutes. Any of you have a question about branding yourself to win? I'm happy to answer it. Yes, no, maybe so. Hey, Who's that? It's me. It's Mary Lynn. I just wanted to say some people were asking in chat about the app that started with a P. And I said, if there was a spot, I'd try and chips, you know, chime in. Is it Pixma or Pix? There is Pixabay. Um, I'm not sure uh, which app. I think it was Pixton. I think it was Pixton. Pixton? Uh, Michelle? Yes, Pixton. Uh, Pixton is a fantastic, fantastic app. Again, if that's something that you want to check out, I'll tell you what, like I said, if you guys send me either a DM on Instagram or you can send me in my, um, in my text club, either one of those, if you guys want to send me a DM, I will make sure that you guys get all of these again. Um, if you're going to, if you're going to do that, it's Pixton. Pixton is one of the, um, it's a comic engagement strip generator and tomb do though. They all offer storyboards and creative. Uh, for multiple talent levels. So it's spelled P is in Paul, I, X is in xylophone, T is in Tom, O like Oscar, N like Nancy. And like I said, feel free, shoot me a, a DM on Instagram or you can send me through my text club and I will make sure that you guys get all of the notes from today that actually will outline all of these companies. So I appreciate it. Thanks, Mary Lynn. Who else has a question? We got about two minutes left. Are you just starting out? Are you trying to create a brand? Are you trying to share your story or impact someone else? What is it I can help you with today? Hi, Kate, it's Coco. That was an awesome share. I took some notes, but I'll definitely um, DM you for some more information. So I have a cleaning company and someone asked me to, um, they needed to declutter. So I did all that, but then did furniture shopping for them. And we kind of completed the project. She was going away for Christmas. She needed Christmas shopping done. And I did her Christmas shopping, wrapped the gifts, shopped from Connecticut to New York to New Jersey. And then she had me shop for um, a vacation she went away for and a, um, an after five event. So I'm trying to brand myself in so many different ways because I'm wearing so many different hats now. All right, so I'm going to give you the, the 3.5 second version of this. Number one, pick a lane and stay in it. Grow that lane. If, if cleaning houses is your passion in life, fantastic. I would highly recommend that you take before and after photos and you advertise that on social media, showing your work, showcasing what you did. On that same note, if, you're, if you have a customer that's really satisfied and they love the job that you did for them, have them record a one to three minute tutor, tutorial, a one to three minute testimonial video about what a great job that you did and have them maybe walk around the house and show what a fantastic job that you did. You always wanna showcase your work, show the before and after. So if that's your lane, stick with that. If you like being a personal assistant for somebody and you like doing their Christmas shopping or their grocery shopping or whatever it is, again, take pictures. Show people, start to develop the brand around who you are and what you do. Hey, this is my passion. Hey, I offer these services and look what I did for this person. Again, going back to, hey, if I did a great job for you, would you mind recording a one to three minute video and sharing your experience with me? The more that you can get people to talk about you versus you talking about yourself, 
the easier it is going to be to build your business. I know so many people who wear multiple hats. I tried to do it when I first started. I'm like, I love this. I love this. I love this. Again, the success formula, write it down, go grab a copy of Three Feet from Gold by Sharon Lecter if you don't have the book, but the success formula one more time before I pass this over to Jeremy Burright, it is P plus T, put that in parentheses, passion plus talent, okay, put that in parentheses. What are you most passionate about and what are you really good at? You have to marry those two things first because if you're good at something but you hate it, you're not gonna have longevity, right? If, if you if you love something though, you're gonna stick with it, but if you're not so good at it, then it's probably not gonna have longevity either. So passion plus talent, you have to find the place that those two meet. Multiply that by action. Again, the action steps, making sure that you get your name out there, who you are, what you do, tell the world, don't be pushy, don't be salesy, but start to share your story on social media in creative content and other ways. So that's the next step, taking action on it. Then association, what kind of relationships are you building? Who are the people, who are your, is your target audience that are going to do business with you? You have to start building those relationships, whether they're in your community or offline or on, build those relationships. And then faith. You have to have faith in yourself. I also tend to believe that you have to have faith in a higher power, that's my personal belief. But passion plus talent, times action, times association, plus faith. That is Sharon Lecter's success formula. It has done wonders for me. Again, find your lane, stick to it, and then start developing that brand. Start developing that awareness and start letting people know who you are and what you do and have other people talk for you. But again, feel free, go ahead and DM me. And my name is Michelle, not Kate, just so that you know if you're looking for me on Instagram. That being said, I'm two minutes over. I so appreciate you guys. Jeremy Bright is up next. I'll see you here next time. Same time, same place next week. As always, we rise together. Have a fantastic Tuesday, Jeremy. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.